Welcome to your freshman year at the Tragedy Academy, where you are the teacher and we are the students. And together, we will learn from past tragedy to lay the foundation for a better humanity. The only supplies you'll need, an open mind and a sense of humor. So, tilt that chair back, talk at a turn, and never raise your hand. Because this is the Tragedy Academy, and class is in session. Now, I'm pure scholar. Slick, dude, it's the Tragedy Academy, and I'm dropping my shit right out the gate. Um, welcome to the Tragedy Academy, a show created to bridge societal divides in a judgment-free zone using candor and humor. My name is Jay, and today I'm joined with Sarah Donna. How are you doing today, Sarah? I'm good. How are you? Doing well, doing well. So I, I actually, I, the paper that I dropped was the list of just wild stuff that you've done in your life and mm-hmm. I, I gotta read some of this off you, you were a ring girl a professional ring girl for years mm-hmm. you were miss michigan five times like how hated yeah, like are you in michigan shows. by the female population there or the the, the pageant oh, no, population. it's not like that at all <laughs> no, we five all times other, is but... like that's that's dynasty. It's not level. the same pageant though. It's like the, it's like different. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. But so still, like, I have five state titles. Only two of them are like grand slams, and then uh, what's, just like what's a grand five slam? Different organizations. Uh, those are like the top five beauty pageants, like USA, which I don't have a title in. That's like the biggest one. That's the universal organization. Then there's like supranational, which I had a title in. International, I had a title in that. Um, I think Miss Grand is a grand slam. I, it's been a few years. Well, uh, no matter how you look time, at it, but, to be able to yeah. navigate that kind of system, that because that's got dude, the pressure in there for a woman's got to be horrifying. Judgment on yeah. every level, from intelligence down to you know what you're wearing. That's 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 got to be super vulnerable, and I don't think anybody ever sees that. Yeah, it's a it's definitely like a challenge. It challenges you on like different levels, like in areas you didn't think to even think of you know like how do i hold my hands when i walk you know stuff like that uh, you know that's funny um i was in the army and i can completely mm-hmm. relate to walking with your hands in a certain position yeah. and being reviewed and that kind of stuff i didn't even think about that yeah but you know yeah, I'm, I'm also not aware of like what you're doing yeah but the upside is i look like everybody's standing beside me that's the design so i don't have to feel like i'm <laughs> yeah. overly judged from a distance Right, yeah. Um, so you were also, I love this, you were in the circus. Yeah, yeah. I trained at a circus school for like five years. Oh, you went to circus school? Yeah, so I was a professional circus. Um, I, I performed, um, but I was in a school. Wow, that's So I primarily cool. did like trapeze, yeah. Whoa, 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 hold on. Trapeze? Like flying through the Not air? Not like flying trapeze. That's a different, I did static trapeze. Trapeze was just in one spot. Still, though, I mean, you're up in the air. You're you're risking your life mm-hmm. at that point. <laughs> it's a lot safer than people think it is. But. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. I mean, the nets are there. I've jumped off a ton of obstacle courses. Oh, course. no, no nets. No nets? No, you're only, like, I think the tallest one I was on was, like, maybe, like, eight feet off the ground. And then there's, like, maybe ten. And then there's, like, a, a big mat on the bottom. But there's no net or anything. But still, I, I, I contend that yeah. there's probably the dads across the nation all just groaned at eight feet because I think the emergency room is filled with people that fall off ladders from that distance. Every dodo yeah. in America has broken a bone falling off of something yeah. like that. So I'm giving very, you some credit. Yeah, it's wild what you, your body can do when the ultimatum is just like 
falling and hurting yourself. But you can hold on way longer than you think you can. I, you know what? You, the one word stuck out to me in there, and that was ultimatum. You gave yourself yeah, an ultimatum. ultimatum to accomplish something. Is that something you normally yeah. do? Um, yeah. You know, I kind of knew. I never thought of that, but yeah, kind of. So that's, well, I find that interesting because I looked, you know, I had to, I guess with this job, you have to mildly cyber stalk the people that are going to be talking to you. Super weird, but also, you know, you're, dude, you are. And I I love it. I love it. So that's what I was going to bring up. I'm like, okay, so uh, you get the, um, you know, the information for who your guest is. And the first thing you see is Mm -hmm. pictures. And Mm -hmm. I, I I firmly believe that you should close your eyes or not look at pictures before you talk or before you make a judgment to to what you're 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 mm-hmm. taking in, because with society today and the way that the cognitive biases are just implanted in our brain, I'm sure more than anything you've been judged because you're blonde, you're pretty, you're a model, and you do all these things that are you know ring girl circus and probably just get hammered for it yeah yeah sometimes when i looked through the tiktoks i was almost cry laughing at certain points and i i I probably you know it it seems like you just jumped onto tiktok recently um yeah i had a tiktok for a bit and then i just watched and then i finally i was like "Eh, i'm gonna make some some more (laughs) (laughs) would you say that um is that is that when you're most authentic tiktok in the in the that's roles a, and the things that you do, do you find that that's an environment where you can be more down to earth? Yeah, probably that or Twitter. Okay, so it's funny because there's a <laughs> dynamic out there, and it, you know I I peruse all the channels, and it's like you're mm-hmm. looking at people's social social media, and Instagram looks one way, mm-hmm. TikTok looks another way. Twitter is just off the fucking chain. <laughs> you know, that's the Wild West. There's like fucking Sam- That's where a samurai and like a cowboy are fighting with a dragon on Twitter and they're all yelling political words. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's kind of interesting yeah. to watch. But it, I love it. It is. It's like people watching. I live in Florida. <laughs> yeah. I live by all of the theme parks. So yeah. I can go to Universal, sit down on the side and just, it's like a kaleidoscope of just. Entertainment. I'm in Hollywood, so we have, you know, <laughs> sitting on my porch, I see some interesting stuff, so yeah. I never know how you feel, yeah. That's got to be such a, a a bizarre world, because like I said, yeah. when I looked at your TikToks, you don't fit that mold. You're, <laughs> you're, you have wit, and you have, a, you're, you're, you have a different perspective than what people would normally assume in, in society right now, mm-hmm. and I saw one thing that you said. And it was that you hated bullies. You were talking about people that you would, I forget how it is. Um, You had a list of different TikToks and it was people. Nobody, anybody, no bullies at your funeral. Oh yeah. That I would, I would drag them to hell. (laughs) Yeah. That, that made me so happy. It made me so so happy, and then I think I saw somewhere that you said you only wanted um, what was it? You wanted thirsty pics. It just had oh, to be thirst like traps thirst only traps only thirst traps. Only I'm a huge like fan of the of the funeral because it's it's not <laughs> for the people. It's it's not it's not for the dead person. It's really not. Yeah. It's all for the living people because mm-hmm. they're already gone. 
And no, I want it all about me. Right? I want. I, we've discussed <laughs> like my show. <laughs> inviting like one of the, one of the comedians said he would invite uh, he would invite like John Stamos and just put him in the corner oh gosh, and have yeah. him come, but not say a word to anybody and then get up and leave and just have everybody question. Whether or not you were friends with George, <laughs> that's actually really funny. <laughs> it is funny, right? Yeah. We've talked about all sorts of ridiculous things, and um, yeah. So the bully thing, though, I mm-hmm. there was one other cyber stock piece that you had said that stuck out to me, and you said that you hate people that had did not have to go through the awkward phase. Yeah, I do. Why? Why? Everyone should have an awkward phase. Everyone deserves to be humbled at least a little bit. I tend to agree with you. I tend to yeah. agree with you because without humility, then you can't you can't have empathy. Yeah, I had an awkward phase. It was <laughs> it was very awkward. What is it? Tell me. Tell but me what is what is Sarah phase? in the awkward phase? Oh, I was just like I was a, just a dork. Uh, I was a huge game nerd. Um, it really I wasn't that cute. I wasn't ugly ever, but I wasn't like you um i was just, like awkward i didn't know how to talk to people i was like really like i was weirdly shy where like i wanted to be outgoing to really push myself i was really shy and i didn't really have like social things so i would just like it was just like very awkward so is this one of your ultimatum situations this, well no so this one was more i really got out of right out of high school i started doing beauty pageants, and that's when i learned how to like speak to people and that's where I really built a lot of confidence and really learned how, I don't know, really not, you, you really have to learn how to like work a room. I don't know how else to word that when you're in pageants because you're on stage with like 50 other girls, if not more, and you have to stand out. You have to learn how to command attention and how to command respect from people. And um, so that was really like a, coming out of my awkward stage, definitely like strategically built thing that i had to like actively work at no i i, um, I find yeah. it i i love it because it's I, I think it's i mean to to it's everybody's story you know even yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny you know i i feel like there's two reasons everybody should have an awkward face um mm-hmm. because if you don't have one you can fall apart at such a young age because you yeah. don't have that skill set and you can lose mm-hmm. yourself in reminiscing and you can right. you You're speaking will, too young way too young way, way too, young. too young i i can't i'm so glad i didn't peak in high school i'm just talking to my roommate about that last night i was like i'm so glad because i think you know i just uh there's, there's not a bomb in there i'm glad i got all my awkward huh? do you have a bomb in there you room? hear that beeping <laughs> no Someone, all morning trucks have been backing up Oh, that's too funny. I hope it's one truck. All morning. I hope it, you guys it, it just bored. Been, it's been one truck. <laughs> this is Hollywood. <laughs> so all of the awkwardness you got behind you. Hopefully. Well, <laughs> Still a little bit. I... So you, what, what does that, so there are a lot of people out there right now, right? This is, God, I'm so glad. So glad I'm not a teenager right now. Um, no, we do. Right? They're too, um, they're too pretty. Well, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Are they? That's the other thing. Oh, uh, be, those I don't know. Those filters are so good. Um, Photoshop. Like, <laughs> I Photoshop as a kid. Oh my god! I'm, I'm glad. Right? I'm like, I'd have been a hero. I'd have been doing things. Oh no! I was. 
when I was in high school, it was the cringy, like, over-photoshopped, like, you black and white the whole picture, and then, like, you photoshopped your eyes to be, like, bright red. Oh, yeah, so generationally, I didn't have Photoshop, thank God. It was right after I got out of school. Count your blessings. I believe it, because the, the... we we did a show a while back on uh, AI deepfakes and stuff like that mm-hmm. and uh, talking about how horrifying that it is for women in, in, on social media with the prevalence of artificial intelligence and the deepfake memes and videos and all that kind of stuff. I can't imagine being a kid, being a kid with a friend that could have an app that could put your face on something doing something such, you know, such horrifying yeah. things. That's, I think. Yeah, it's scary. It's very scary. It's very scary. You yeah. Know? Whereas someone like myself was bullied, you know, in a small town, right? And yeah. Same, yeah. So coming from an area like, I, I mean, I grew up in a pasture. Everybody, everybody's heard these stories. They, um, you know, mm-hmm. it's episode 75, I think. So, but, you know, in, in that background, it just, you, you grow up humble mm-hmm. and you tend not to, I don't know. I kind of lost where I was going here. I I'm I'm following though. I right. Think we're going. It, it just yeah. when you when you grow up that way, it it tends to isolate you from societal norms. You don't mm-hmm. realize that that bubble you live in as a poor child in a small area. Um, you don't realize what's acceptable, what's not. You go out mm-hmm. into the world, if you're bullied and you're you're trying to be all these different people, because all I see is kids right now just simply killing themselves to be, I don't know what. Yeah, I struggled with that a lot. I was, uh, so I went to a school in the country. Um, I grew up in like Port Huron, which is, um, I guess, sometimes considered a suburb of Detroit, but it's right next to Canada. If you look at Michigan, I grew up here, Detroit's like here. I grew up here, and then I went to school, like, here. And uh, please don't look at my new I forgot that I didn't do one. Oh, well, um, well now, now I'm going to look. <laughs> so you just called, tra- <laughs> you called attention to them. <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> but, so I went to school. I mean, they're a really small, like, swimming community. And I, not really a country girl. I really didn't get in. And I was a gamer. It was, like, on Xbox Live. But just the amount of humble, humbling I received. Um, I just didn't fit in. Yeah, but, no, I, you know, so, I, I understand. Town, if you don't fit into, and people who didn't, you don't come to the don't get it, but if you don't fit into that niche, that small town niche, you stick out like a sore thumb. It's horrifying. To be and outside of that bubble back, yeah. is horrifying mm-hmm. because yeah. you're ostracized. And if you add right. things like awkwardness or being bullied or mm-hmm. uh, or those social stigmas of being poor or, you know, dirty or whatever it might be, if you're outside the bubble in a rural area, you're screwed. You will yeah. you will go out into life unless you have a strong parenting unit. You're screwed. Uh, you're going to go out there yeah. with a, a distorted view on reality. Yeah, that was, it took me, it took me up until, honestly, I moved into LA for me to build this, like, try to, you know, really just figure out who I am, and just, I really, once I moved out of Michigan, I was, like, really dedicated to becoming, like, my authentic self, and the person I not only want to be, but the person, like, that, that comes naturally to me, because I was so forced, because I, I immediately moved, once I turned, like, um, I was, like, 18 and a half, I moved out of Port Huron, closer to Detroit, and then just kept moving closer, closer, closer to Detroit, and um, it helped, but getting out of Michigan and just starting over really kind of flipped the switch for me. Would would you say that maybe you uh, you accomplished everything that you 
weren't supposed to be. Like yeah. you exercised all those demons in a short amount of time through different areas and then found you, your way to authenticity. Because I think it's the yeah. easiest. Yeah. Once I was like, I'm just, once I was like, you know what, I'm just going to try to just be myself if people don't like me, they don't like me, they don't have to. And then I just, now I just don't care. I had to get, I think I had to get to a point where I just stopped caring about you know, so many things. A lot of, a lot of people say it's not caring and I, I, I understand you, um, but mm-hmm. I, I would, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of flip it a little bit and instead mm-hmm. of not caring, I would say not judging someone's view of you, not yeah. allowing it to be a factor in your life. It's even yeah. better because I, I think yeah. that what you're doing, when you become authentic, you, you have no more fear because there's nothing for them to pull up in front of you. There's no, there's no catch. Right. There's no snag. Exactly. Could not be bothered. Um, I just couldn't anymore. <laughs> so I really just passed that. RuPaul is a really good quote, and it, um, I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's something along the lines of, like, other people's opinions are none of my business, and I've kind of really implemented that into things, because I'm like, it really isn't my business. If you don't like me, if I can't fix it, it's none of my business. Like, if, you know, it's something I can fix, you want to talk about it, fine, but if you just don't like me because you don't like me, I, that's really your problem, and I, if there's nothing I can do to fix that, so there, I'm not going to worry about things I can't change. That's a, no, and, that's a very yeah. heightened self-awareness at a young age. A lot of therapy, you know? Oh, once a week. <laughs> I go once a week. That's You got to exercise the demons. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, I think everybody Absolutely. should have a therapist. I think I say that all the time. I think everyone could benefit from therapy. I can't think of one person who wouldn't benefit from having a non-biased person. Even if it's not like intensive therapy, even if you just like talking to like a counselor, I think everyone could benefit from having like a non-biased yeah, I, I think person that, um, in their life. The stigma needs to be ironed out. Um, I think that it's changing a lot now, but I know mm-hmm. that um, in the rural areas, that stigma has not and will not change for a long right. time. It just, it's its not allowed. That is a sign of some horrible weakness, especially in the male community in those types of areas. Yeah, I agree. Because it's not like the manly thing to do to like get help. And I think, I just, I think everyone needs help. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know? Who, if you don't need help, please come find me because you are the, you <laughs> yeah, are like, you might be God. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe. Like, that's the Messiah, right? If you don't have any problems, because I don't know anybody that doesn't. It's so bizarre, you know, but it's the authenticity piece. And you, you when you give yourself that ultimatum, um, I kind of did the same thing at one point. Um, it mm-hmm. got to, you know, being coming from that bullied background, things like that. Mm-hmm. You, you question so many things about yourself and you have Absolutely. such a horrifying self-image and to see someone like yourself, right? Navigate that, go through that awkward phase and then come out the other end. How, what, what advice can you pass back to Sarah when she was, I, you know, yeah, coming up in this? Just laugh it off. Like there's so many things. I hold on to things. I'm a cancer. I'm sentimental. I hold on to everything. I absorb everything. It's like, there's things that have happened to me that like, I should have just laughed off and I just dwelled on it for two. Like things happen to me now. I'm like, huh, that's funny. So you're I'm running like, narration. Totally embarrassing. And I'm like, yeah. And I, I just like, you know what? Whatever. Can't do anything about it now. I might as well laugh about it. Like, I'm not going to get mad about it. Like, I'm not going to throw a fit about it. Like, I'm just going to laugh off. 
And I, um, I wish I was more like that as a kid. Same. I'm just really critical of myself. Hypercritical. And, you know, I think it comes from a place from other people, people being really critical of you. When you start to be really critical of yourself. I, um, I was reading an article and it talks about how the way people speak to you as a child starts to become your inner voice. Man, oh man, is that a root cause for a lot of issues in life. It mm-hmm. is, and, and this isn't, um, so I like to, when I, when I think about the parents of our world right now or the parents mm-hmm. of our generation. And I don't like to slander anybody, you know, both right. of my parents are alive and that kind of thing. And I try to explain to people that you can only be the sum of your experiences in the moment that you're, you're there. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and if that is, you know, that spare the rod, spoil the child and all that other stuff. And, you know, then, then you're going to do what you do unless you're, you know, abusive, abusive. Um, I think that, you know, we have to have compassion for them when we describe our situation at the same time, because it's kind of like that Dr. Seuss thing, right? Dr. Seuss is is horrifying now. The dude write like 400. Are you there? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I just was <laughs> very still. Yeah, you were. Dude, you were like, you were like still, still. I was like, I didn't I know if you froze. A, I used to be a still life model, so I feel like I could float it. Wow. <laughs> it's like, is she breathing? What's is it? This has to be a frozen yeah, frame. Breathing. Actually, maybe not. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, oh no, I like forget to breathe, and I like your kids all. You forget like, to breathe. Oh. Is that what you said? <laughs> I, I ask everyone I meet. I'm like, do you sometimes forget to breathe? And they're like, no. I've never met anyone else who does that. But sometimes I'll just be sitting there, like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're 100 right. It, it, I started noticing that when I started meditating. I started meditating like two years ago, um, or like a year and a half ago. I haven't missed a day yet. And it, you. it changes your perspective on everything. It is yeah. such, man, it, the, the way that we've come up uh, in, in the Western civilization here, we've been screwed out of some really important information. Like yeah, a lot of information. The cognitive biases towards Eastern philosophy and meditation and all those types mm-hmm. of things have really prevented us from counseling ourselves. I mean, seriously. Yeah. That's definitely. what meditation is. I agree. I'm super into, like, I, I'm very into astrology and, like, I like, I like to chart things. It's oh, no like, kidding. I was, like, first of all, yeah. Like, when I think, I'm not like, talking about horoscopes and stuff, which is part of astrology, obviously, but I like to chart, like, I charted, like, Oprah Winfrey and stuff like that. And then I study charts. So, oh, the last thing I did was I just studied, like, but yeah, so I'm, like, super into And there's a lot of, like, principles that go, that, like, lead into astrology. That, Dude, the math uh, is there. It's it, been there. Math. It's never it's changed. Only, I love I love when people like criticize me for liking astrology because they act like it's like this like girly like and I'm like, do you realize I'm just doing algebra and geometry for hours? Exactly. And, uh, they're also <laughs> making fun formulas. of the most intelligent people in the time in our history, which would be all of the Egyptians, all of the other philosophers and different mm-hmm. astronomers that came up with so many different yeah. things based on the metrics involved uh, with astrology. Some of and numerology very similar. Yes. Nikola Tesla was obsessed with numerology. Uh, they there are so many things about Nikola Tesla oh, yes. that that people just don't even realize. That dude was so. I hate the term woke because it's been super abused. But if there was a yeah. woke person walking around in humanity, it was Nikola Tesla, dude. That guy yeah. knew. He understood reality in a different way. 
He did, yeah. And then um, super into like, uh, I don't know if you're really in- interested in a lot of like the like Eastern theology and stuff. The CIA files that have been released this year on the CIA website go over like a lot of metaphys- metaphysical stuff. The gateway like, documents? Oh, God, yes. Yes, I'm oh, so dear. Right so through and through. <laughs> and you know what? Oh, yeah. I can't be convinced of things. I don't like to be convinced of things. I don't mm-hmm. like somebody else's bias, in my opinion. So I had I tread lightly in everything I read. Mm-hmm. And, and, and on this journey for the last couple of years, I have had situations in advance of confirmation or validation. Mm-hmm. So like throughout meditation for like a year, I'm like, well, why am, you know, I feeling certain things in meditation? These aren't normal feelings. There's different things. You're in it for like an hour, two hours, you know, and if you really meditate that long, it starts changing. And then you read the CIA gateway documents and you're like, huh, you throw them across the room. Cause you're like, wow, that's, that's, these guys knew they've it's known. It's like kind of terrified and they've known for so long. Like, wow. Um, yeah, crazy, not crazy. I, I watched the tapes too, wild. I haven't, I haven't watched the tapes. Um, there's just like read the documents. I haven't oh, seen really. all of them, but yeah, there's like 30. They're all, they're, they've been leaked all online. But. They rolled over. I mean, we do realize that they've rolled over. Now the news and the, you know, the military and everybody else are like, yep, we see those pyramids floating there too. They're not even denying yeah. it anymore. They're just like, yo, yeah. we're with it. The UFO docs that came out too, really hard to navigate, and there's tons of them. But they're those ones are wild too. Those ones came out. I don't know. I have no concept of time to be completely honest. Probably like a month ago, maybe. Or I have zero concept of time anymore either. The, the <laughs> more authentic I became, I the less I cared about more things in the future and past. Time doesn't exist. It doesn't. Oh, it really funny. doesn't. It, no, it not actually, even a little it's bit. It's a man-made concept. Yeah. Uh, see, now I can have this. This I have. I have a. Um, I have a theory. Um, and, uh, here I am, I'm, 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 I'm roganing out or some crazy shit like this, right? <laughs> but my theory is that we suffer from a, we're in a dream state that we're walking in a dream state and we're playing make-believe. I think mm-hmm. that we've been passed down all those traits hereditarily, genetically, and that we have found be- all because of the fear of death, because we can't address mm-hmm. death. And that because we're, we're so afraid of it, we had to come up with something to justify life. And we started doing more things because how many things do we do that make no damn sense? No other creature ever, ever, ever did any of the things we're doing. They look at us like we're crazy as shit. Mm-hmm. We pick up dog poop. Yeah, crazy. The things that crazy. we do, people sell their souls to make uh, the impossible whopper you know, smell like meat. Some, some dude like probably got divorced. He worked until midnight every night, you know, because he wasn't getting the right beef flavor out of salad and he just kept doing it and then lost his life over it. What is that? Like, that's gotta be insanity, right? That can't be. Why are we doing it? So yeah, I just, I kind of think, yeah. So I, I definitely kind of like to go along with that. I, people always ask me like how I get all these cool opportunities and how I've like done all these things. I literally manifest it and people will think I'm not. And I'm like, now I just like, I, I will write down on a piece of paper, something I want, light some candles, sit and think about it. I'll talk about it every morning. And then it just falls in my lap. Dude, fake it till you make it every single no, time. And you will be. Oh my God. It's like, I figured it out. I'm like writing down all these things and like, it, it just is all happening for me. And, and it will like, go I the opposite direction into- on you in a, in a snap. If you don't, if you, if you you deviate from the plan, you will, uh, you'll give yourself a a whiplash. 
if you yeah. if you fall back i i like in reality to you know how um if you had like a vacuum hose and you mm -hmm. um and you had like a ping pong ball right mm -hmm. and you let that ping pong ball go it hits that vacuum hose right and it sits there. Mm -hmm. you know it makes that sucking sound doesn't move i alike in reality to that the make-believe portion of reality that if you mm -hmm. play the game that you will get sucked in and you're literally like pulling your head backwards away from that vacuum and it's harder to get back out than it is to go in and it just holds you there until you mm -hmm. you know pop your head back and you're like oh shit you know wait a minute i'm not i'm not ugly I'm not stupid. This person's not mad at me. This doesn't make sense. This is not the way it's supposed to be. Let's back back off again. And then you find your, your center again. That's how I feel. Every time I, I, I think that when you manifest things, you can do it the other direction so quick. Absolutely. That's why you got to keep that. That's why it's so important to do self care and to work on yourself constantly. Because if you're sitting in your head thinking, Oh no, I, you know, I hope I don't get fired. I hope I don't get fired. I hope I don't get fired. You're, you're saying that out into the universe. The universe listens. You might get fired. Like, you really have to stay positive thinking. It really is a lot powerful than people give it credit for. A hundred and ten percent. I think it starts with um, being grateful. It's Absolutely. a hard one. It's a hard one to be grateful. Yeah. And I think being honest with yourself, very honest with yourself. I, I noticed things started, I always had used a terrible string of bad luck for the longest time. Just the weirdest, wildest, crazy, horrible things would happen to me. Just like, I, were you, were you a victim finally, at that point? A perpetual victim? I want to say I worked, I tried so hard not to like keep that like victim mentality where I'm like, why does this happen to me? Why? Mm -hmm. And more just like, I'm going to get out of it. And it was really when I was like, I'm going to, this is done. I'm done. Like stuff like this isn't going to happen anymore. I'm doing this. I literally, when I moved to LA, I decided a month, like two months before ish, I was like, I'm going to move to LA. And I like, it just, things do kept it. falling in and just I just kept talking it. about it. Things kept falling into my lap. And then I just drove out here and I had a lot, you know? And then it's like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then, you know, it just, I meet the right person at the bar and then I, it just happens. And now it's, it's, like, it's been that with this show, the same thing. Things just, yeah. over time, they just, and, and I agree with you. I, I think that, uh, the that authenticity piece, and mm -hmm. I, I drill it all the time. I, I think that when you are authentic, you are honoring what you were made to be. And when you Absolutely. become who you're made to be, you will only attract things that are like. You will attract right. people that are better for you and that should be around you because you're being authentic. Money, don't yes. fucking worry about it. Just toss it to the side because if you're you, it comes. And if you're doing what you love, mm -hmm. you don't care about it. Because, right. because if you're doing it to hang shit on your wall or drive, then you're not being authentic. Right. Yeah. I had a therapist tell me a few years ago that like, she was like, you should be honest with yourself because you deserve honesty. You should be authentic with yourself because you deserve to be yourself. You like, just like just a list of all these different things that like, you deserve. I should treat myself like this because that's what I deserve. And then I was like, yeah, who said I don't deserve it? And then it just like kind of went from there. And then that was kind of really where things turned around for me. Cause I was like super depressed and like, just kind of, yeah, I just couldn't find a job I love. I just really in a weird, confused spot. I was making bad decisions. And it's like when you're in that mind state too, and you're 
presented with bad options, let's choose bad options because you don't care about yourself, you know, or whatever else, you know. And once you start being honest with yourself and being yourself and caring about yourself, genuinely caring about yourself, you'll pick better options for you because you you scare shit. Once you feel like you can dance naked without judgment, you're good. I mean, it's like, you act like you do when you're in the kitchen and nobody's around and a song is on. Because why is it that, you know, if you were scrolling through TikTok and you see, it's always the candid videos. It's the videos where somebody's recording somebody that doesn't know what's happening and they think they're alone. And my my theory in that is they're being authentic and being 100% them. And it gives us joy. And it attracts us to them when we see it. Best artists, mm-hmm. the, the all throughout time. I mean, our best musicians, all those things. When they're themselves, no matter even if they're not that great, you'll still flock right. to them. You'll still flock to them because they're being them. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's what I see you doing, and I, I think that's super cool. I think it's a good yeah, example. I try real hard to be myself because that I don't think I think we're naturally ourselves when we're younger and then we get pushed into something we're supposed to be and I think it's I don't think and no one ever talks about how hard it is to be yourself it's so hard to figure that out (laughs) and just like you said those inputs that you can get that inner child and the things that are put Mm -hmm. in there and those aren't just parents those are any any single experience can skew the entire path of your life and I you know I always try to to not judge anybody because, well, first of all, I don't want to be judged because that sucks. And (laughs) on top of that, I'm not them. I was not there. I don't know what happened on day one. And if I don't know what happened on day one, I cannot be judging day 10,032 because step one could have been real shitty, you know, Mm -hmm. or the first 100. Everybody always says, you know, let people oh, you got out of this situation. Everybody should be able to get out of this situation. You know, I'm sure that There'll be people that look at you and they'll never assume you had an awkward face. They'll, but you have to navigate those situations. You have to navigate those situations. I thought like real, if you want to be real about inputs and things like that. When I grew up, I had a, um, I had a condition for about three or four years. It's called gynecomastia, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's, it, it causes like chest tissue, right? Yeah. I was also ripped. And when I say ripped, I mean, I was ripped. I was an athlete. I was all these things. Mm -hmm. And that's a a recipe for disaster, right? Because Mm -hmm. everybody hates you. And once they know they've got that, I mean, down to family members, you know, whoever it might be, they will, they will rake you over the coals. They'll do it to such a point that they'll question your gender or make you do it. Weird things. They'll distort your mind to such a point that you hate being alive and all those things. But then Mm -hmm. you pop out the other side and you're expected to be assimilated. You're 18 now. Check it out. Mm -hmm. Let's go see you do some normal shit. No, not even a little bit. My favorite is when you get past all that and you start succeeding and you're doing well and those people who are mean to you and treat you so well, act like nothing happened and everything's fine and dandy and you're like, do you not remember sixth grade? Like, (laughs) you know, it's like, why? It's got to be bad for a woman. I got to tell you, there's not too many people that are coming back to check me out after uh, childhood, but I did grow in a very, grow up in a very small place. I had a message on Facebook which I'm about to delete that it wasn't Facebook. But, um, it's slowly becoming Twitter. Facebook just, yeah, I, I just don't need it. I don't go on. Uh, just, I don't like My grandma's on there, so I kind of have My to. My grandma's on there, yeah. I'll probably keep messenger. But I got a message. It was like, hey, saw, you know, you did X, Y, and Z, and 
you know, it's so crazy. Like, we went to high school together. I was way out of your league then, but look at us now. I was like... Yo, whoa, 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 hold on. They they gave themselves a compliment on the way in the door? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a pickup move? Is that, like, even a like, negative dude, talk? I don't think... Yeah, no, he was trying to, like, ask me out. I was like, ah, this is not the compliment you think. Also, we didn't go to high school together. Found that out later. That's one of those like, boneheads that think an insult works as a way to bring a woman down a peg. You know, like, oh, you look great, but your hair, it could be a little different, you know, or yeah, something like that. I was that. like, <laughs> first off, that we were never, I wouldn't have looked away in high school, to be completely honest. And like, he, we didn't even go to the same high school. So I was like, did you just like make up going to the same high school as me? Because, or do you really not remember me to the point that you think we were, like, I don't know who this person is. So weird. But I, yeah, I get stuff like that all the time. Or, like, you know, I don't know, people, I've gone to bars in my hometown and have, like, people come up and hug me that I went to school with. Like, and I was like, you wouldn't have spoke to me. Gotta, gotta be honest. Um, 10 years ago. My, my therapist won't even let me go home. Yeah. And I know that there's friends of mine that are in the Army or were in the Army and stuff like that, and they're going, Jay? No. That's not true because you can put on a fucking mask as soon as you get out of that mm-hmm. town and you become somebody else, but you don't know who the yeah. hell you are. You have no idea. No right, idea. Right. I, I put on a ton of them. I put on a yeah. ton of them. I was a yeah, solution architect. I was a cop. I was in the military. I was, you know, I did, I did stupid claims for insurance. That was, that's some dry shit. I, I sold insurance for a, for a while. Oh God, that's that's the awfulest place to be. That's they, there's like a family I guy. Didn't, I didn't mind insurance. I just didn't make enough. Honestly. No, no, it, it doesn't pay for what you're doing. You're not. I went from real estate to insurance because I was like, it's probably easier. And like to be honest, it wasn't easier. But I was like, I have to take it. <laughs> and it's like you're working like just as much. You're working like eighty hours a week. It yeah. never stops. I, mean, well, I, I mean, I worked the same hours in real estate, but I was like, I feel like I was working so much more for less. And um, there's people who really, really succeed at insurance. Definitely not knocking. Like there are people who make bank in insurance. And there's got to be a claims adjuster at career though. day, right? At somewhere. Yeah. There's got to be a career day. I don't know day. what these secrets are to like make bank and insurance, but I just wasn't. And uh, I, I was just working. Why would you want I, I love to know work that? Life balance. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know and what? No yeah. company deserves forty hours or, or more than that. Yeah, that's why I got a real estate. I was really like ninety hours. I was, you know, making money and stuff. But I went to insurance because, like, it's commission based sales. Um, so I thought it would be a little easier on me because um, I wouldn't be, um, you know, like putting it on. But I was, and then I wasn't in the business. HR and hiring is a sales job. Yeah, it is a sales job, one hundred percent. No matter Absolutely. what the message is, it's still a sale. You know, you yeah. just you just have to beat yourself when you do you it. You don't get that. Sales skills are so important because it doesn't matter what you're doing. You're selling something. You this don't... is a very consumerist-based country. You are selling something. I don't care what you're doing. You're selling something. Yeah, you're always selling something. And you're always, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny. If you, uh, if you listen to people, right, mm-hmm. they have so many different personas, like, if your mom called you and you answered the phone, you'd be like, hey, mom, right? But if AT, well, you know, yeah, AT&T calls and you're like, what? Or if you're talking to, or if you're talking to somebody to get like, you know, your, your bank account taken care of, you're like, yeah. So, blah, blah. you know, or if you go into an interview, you, you become interview person, right? Those are all not authentic. Absolutely. 
and those were a lot yeah. of a lot of faces and masks to remember. Yeah. That's that's where the insanity comes from. You keep having to remember who the fuck you were the last time you talked yeah, to somebody. It's an identity crisis for sure. It's fractured so many ways, and then the cognitive bias that that come along with it. You know, it you never Absolutely. know what you're looking at through a fractured lens. You just you just don't know, and mm-hmm. people just don't respect that. They don't. They don't. Yeah. They don't I understand. Agree 100%. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I can't thank you enough for for being on the show. This has been super super cool. I mean. Uh, you're super down to earth person. I wish you nothing but Thank success. I, I mean, Thank you so much. I think that I think that everybody could take a page from a book that somebody, you know, the, the whole awkward phase is, is I think it is important. And I think um, also we, we look at people that didn't go through them from an empathetic position because they're screwed later. They're screwed later by, by, by everything that happened to them young, you know? So yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Also, but social media is very, there's why, you know, these youngins, they could be in an awkward phase now when now they're hiding behind Photoshop and stuff. I didn't have Photoshop skills to hide my own face. No, no, no. I, I certainly didn't. That's why know? I didn't get in pictures. I refuse to be in pictures. <laughs> not even the Photoshop made it work. Yeah, I, I challenge people to go back and look. God, that would be the worst. I challenge everyone to not go back and look at my awkward face. Why not? Embrace oh, it because you're not oh, you God. without it. You gotta laugh at that stuff. You have to. Oh, I think it's funny. It's super funny. You know, I had a mullet at one point. A mullet. So I had a rat too, tail. Though. I had a rat tail so at one point. We're also kind of coming back. Yeah. Oh my God. I was like, I was Mister Nineties. At one point, I had the little ladder no, on the side of my 90s head. Nineties coming back. I love Y two K. That's gonna be like my fashion all summer. Y two K stuff. I'm already investing in like low rise jeans. I am so here for it. Oh, you gonna do some bell bottoms too? You know what? I think I'm too short for bell bottoms. I don't think they look great on me. <laughs> you think that? Oh, well, ah, I see what I'm, you're saying. I'm much, there's much more, shorter. There's than more bells than bottom. It's like it, it, it's all. <laughs> it's all bell. bell. <laughs> I don't have a leg. I never I thought about bell. that. That's horrible. That bell bottoms I'm are so discriminatory short. to the short. Well, Sarah, we've ended this show like four times. And I know. No, I, no. I, I want to keep talking. That's what I'm saying. Same, same, same. So I'm definitely going to have you back. And I'm, I'm sure everybody's going to love this and hearing about you and, and your story. Um, let's, let's do this again. All right, go team. All right. Remember, be cool and keep learning. Hey, academics. Thanks for attending another class at the Tragedy Academy. You can show us some love by rating us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. On Amazon Alexa, ask to listen to the Tragedy Academy podcast. Please visit our website at thetragedyacademy.com where you'll find past interviews and blogs on our homepage and sign up for our newsletter, Spam with Extra Great. We're on Facebook at The Tragedy Academy Podcast, on Twitter at Tragedy underscore Academy, and on Instagram at The Tragedy Academy 2019, where we'll post recent shows, blog entries, and thoughts. Submit creative work and funny stories to us at our website or on social media. Thanks again for coming to class, and remember, be cool and keep learning. Jay, Eric, please report to detention again.
What's up, academics? This is Jay. I'm here to talk to you about Into the AM. This is a clothing and apparel company that I came across last year that has the absolute coolest designs. And the reason why I was attracted to it is because I grew up without a lot of money, like many others, and had to shop on that outlet rack with the irregular items. Things like the fly was over four inches to the left, or the right sleeve would be twice the size of the left. It looked like I was growing horizontally. Like, it's okay, honey, you'll grow into your left arm. So you really don't get a chance to express yourself the way that you want to. You go into life, you start putting on suits, you start putting on uniforms, and you realize you'd never had a chance to truly express yourself. Enter into the AM, a team of artists and creators who share a common vision. They see clothing as a canvas to express what drives you. Since 2012, they've developed premium apparel that elevates self-expression and provides unparalleled comfort for wherever your passions take you. Into the AM's passion for change is the driving force behind their brand. They remain committed to creating products that inspire and promote self-expression by partnering with like-minded organizations focused on giving back to communities in need. Last year, they donated 1% of all revenue from their graphic tees collection to the Art of Elysium charity. The Art of Elysium is an artist organization built on the idea that through service, art becomes a catalyst for social change. For over 24 years, the Art of Elysium has paired volunteer artists with communities to support individuals in the midst of difficult emotional life changes. They currently offer 110 community programs per month, serving over 30,000 individuals per year. The only permanent thing in life is change. Supporting charities dedicated to helping those going through these changes, trials, and tribulations require a never-ending commitment. The onus is on us as creators to affect change through our true, authentic talents, and Into the AM is the model of how this is done. Their clothes are handcrafted with care. They have a team of skilled artisans that craft each garment with the highest quality fabrics and eco-friendly inks. Not to mention, these things don't shrink, they don't fade, and they fit as if they were designed supernaturally. I'm stopped every time I wear one of the graphic tees to find out where I got it. The colors attract attention from miles, and the art is nothing short of spectacular, with designs for everyone. One of my personal favorites, Twilight Maiden. Go take a look. Into the AM does all of this while putting their money where their mouth is. 30-day money-back guarantee, lightning-fast shipping, and hassle-free returns. The deals are endless. Graphic tee bundles, discount promo codes. Get over there. Check it out. I'm highlighting the tees. But I'd be remiss to not mention that if you want to walk around in the absolute most comfortable shorts, joggers, and basic tees, hit up into the end. I even wear the basics to the gym. Head on over to thetragedyacademy.com, go to our sponsors tab, and follow the affiliate link to the Into the AM store. Help support Into the AM and the Tragedy Academy by purchasing the absolute best apparel and the best designs ever. And remember, academics, be cool and keep learning.